Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. There are best bags yet, and they cost less than Glad Force Flex were sold head-to-head. So you'll be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra-strong with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Available at Sam's Club. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Blog Talk Radio. This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed champion of the wrestling world. This is John Sullivan. Hey, Michael Thompson talking. The phenomenal AJ Styles. Jerry Rose. Psycho Killer, Kamasa Champa. This is Matt Blair. Thank you for listening to Sportscast Radio. Sportscast Radio. Welcome to Sportscast Radio. Sportscast Radio, what's going on? Ryan Cook here with y'all, ladies and gentlemen. Jordan should be on his way soon here, rocking and rolling. We got a fun night. We're excited to come at you in prime time here. March Madness is bonkers. We are at the Sweet 16, and I think we got about 16 teams that shouldn't. No, I shouldn't say 16 that shouldn't be there, but uh, there is so many upsets, so many crazy things that have happened. So many brackets broken. Mine was busted day one along with a lot of other people's. It's it's insane. You know, a few weeks ago, Jordan mentioned that his dad was like, you know, I think one of these times here, 16 is going to beat a one. And we just laughed and 16 beat a one. <laughs> so we got, we got some fun talk. Knocking that out. Obviously, NFL free agency kicked off into high gear. We didn't have our we had some we had some issues last week, so we didn't get to you. So we got two weeks for the free agency to talk about. We're gonna talk we're gonna talk about the teams that made the most moves, the best moves, the worst moves, who's who's poised themselves to advance into the Super Bowl, who has taken a step back from the Super Bowl. Uh, also, uh, talk this Jets Colts three to six uh, NFL draft move because that was pretty intriguing. The draft is really shaping up to be quarterbacks all throughout the top three, top five. I'm starting to think a guy like Bradley Chubb could fall to six, which is insane. Colts would still get their man. Also, the NBA playoff picture is is just a couple weeks away, and the picture is really starting to be painted here. Definitely want to dive into all the scenarios and thoughts going on with that as well. Got to talk about these players and these coaches and the refs issue. I got a take on it that I don't think a lot of people are going to agree with, but I really don't care. So we're going to, we're going to hit you with that as well. Got to talk some Tiger, baby. Tiger Woods, Vegas has him the favorite 
to win the Masters coming up in just a few short weeks. I'm excited for it. Tiger Woods always means ratings when he's playing on Sunday, so that's going to be a great little talker to get down into. Next Thursday as well, Dodgers opener. I may try to sneak some Dodger chatter in. It's Kershaw versus Bumgartner. Dodgers, Giants, it's on ESPN, nationally broadcast. I believe it's a 6 p.m. Central Standard Time start. I cannot wait for this, and especially for the fact that our guy Matt Kemp, who's now back on the team, could very well be the everyday left fielder. Blows my mind thinking about that. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But, hey, I, I'm excited to hear, uh, hear and see what Matt Kemp can do if he does fill that lineup. But I don't know if we'll have time for that. But I, I had to spitball it because next, next Thursday is the, the opening day. So we'll get into that. Potentially some NHL if we have some time as teams have about eight, nine games left in the season. So all that is starting to fill out as well. And, damn it, you know I'll try to sneak in some Lakers for you if I got some time. Uh, Jordan's a hater because he's a Clippers fan, but he doesn't understand what being on time is either. Oh, I'm just kidding. Hi, Jordan. What's up? Oh, man, I'm about to blow the whistle on that one, too. <laughs> I'm going to be all extra early in the, in, so we can pregame. I'm over here trying to check my levels on after I did a bunch of room in the studio. And then technical follow himself jumped the conclusion to the – Hey, you're the technical the, legend. I'm the technical <laughs> foul. Get <yeah. laughs> I like it. How are we doing, sir? How are we doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing good. Let's uh, let's pop off. <laughs> All right. Well, I already broke it down. Everybody got what's going down here. We got to hit you with a couple paid breaks real fast because they pay our bills. So we got to give them our time of day. We still appreciate you that y'all stick through it. But we'll be right back. This is Sportscast, Strong Style Media. We're getting into the bracket. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative deer stand. Most people would consider this illegal. Illegal. What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop culture is where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, so the sound radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, and more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. 
You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over the safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, List, you can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe words, Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. for some reason and I was like well we're getting a healthy dose of day 26 tonight set us to Donnie Clang <laughs> hey we need we need some kind of consolence after in the sportscast radio uh, March Madness bracket Jordan we are dead last together nice uh, the only yeah. reason I'm second to last is because I can still get 480 while you can get 160. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> <laughs> Tight. That, that dude, like, I'm so glad we didn't bean boozle this one. Like, we haven't paid off our last bean boozle yet, uh, but it's coming. Oh it's it's God. not forgotten. But uh, could you imagine the number of beans we would be eating right now if you if you were to factor that in? It's it's uh. It blows my mind how after day one, I was out. And my saving grace in my other bracket was Michigan State, and they were done by the weekend. It's absurd. I, I, can't, I can't even fathom. I mean, <laughs> how is your final four even holding up? What do you got, two of the uh, four left? In, in ours or in general? I, I, like, 
Uh, I know in well, one that I feel one that matters. No, oh, you you are absolutely right. Uh, let's see. I do apologize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I digress. Uh, hold on. Let me let me pull that up. I because I, uh, I, I know still have Villanova in, in Michigan, and I think you have Xavier in Villanova. Yeah, and Xavier's already out. Are they? Uh, yeah, I believe they were out last. Like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Oh they, yeah, they yeah. So you you just got Vill- you man. Villanova is your your saving grace, but they lose to Michigan State in your bracket. Yep. <laughs> it's. Bad I mean, look thing. at just look at the South. You're sitting at a nine seeded Kansas State against number five Kentucky. Kentucky sounds normal, but not this year. They're not. Then you got well, first of all, Lo- they're Loy- a five seed. <laughs> I mean, come on, like that. I, I can never say this one. Lo- Loyola, is that right? Loyola, like loyalty. Loyola, Loyola. I could, man. I I was sitting there like during the weekend. I was like, Loyola, yo. I want to say Yoloida, but that sounds too much like Roy Jones saying Dakisha. Yo, yo, so lawyer? Could, call, call your lawyer up. <laughs> call your lawyer. Yo, lo, 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 yo, yo, whatever, man. Chicago <laughs> versus. <Nevada. laughs> we got we got we got Chicago. Look, for anybody who can't say this, like I can't say it. Like, say it one more time for us. Loyola. Okay, I think I got it. I, th- I think I got that. I think I got that. One more time. One more time. Loyola. And if you don't know, now you know. Loyola. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the the Chicago team, 11C, takes on Nevada. Like, can you imagine that we could have a K-State versus Nevada in the Elite Eight? Uh, no. <laughs> K-State, Nevada <laughs> sounds like uh, sounds like the the December uh, the December seventh bowl game. All right. Like, <laughs> yeah, the the uh the Cotton Fitzsimmons Memorial not NBA but for some reason NCAA college football ball. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> the, the they played for the in the Burgess Meredith Classic. Burgess um, Meredith? Isn't that the uh isn't that the dude that played uh, Mick in uh yeah, in Rocky? Penguin? And he was the penguin? Mm-hmm. Dang, that's tight. He's got his own. He got his. He got his own. Does he really have his own classic? <laughs> See, that's my point. You have no idea if I was if I was telling the truth or not. It but apparently, been. Nevada's going to play K State there or Loyola Chicago. Loyola. First of all, you can say Sariskatet Sarungviasai, but you can't say Loyola. Like, it's the word loyal with a uh at the end. Loyola. Just like uh, strawweight champion Juan Hang Many Olsen. There you go. I can't Loyola. Is that right? Loyola? You just nailed it right there. Loyola. Loyola. Loyola, you, you Chicago. It. There we go. Boom. Taking on the, I hope they lose, okay? I'm sorry if anybody <laughs> likes the retrievers. But I hope they lose so next week I don't have to talk about them. Damn it. I'm try- I just spent four minutes trying to say Loyola. Loyola. Can somebody Loyola. give me a drink, please? <laughs> You're already slurring on it, sir. You're already slurring. <laughs> um, 
In the West, we got Florida State against Gonzaga, and then Michigan, Texas A&M. East, we got Villanova, West Virginia, Texas Tech, and Purdue. That seems normal because it's a one-five-three-two. And then mm-hmm. Kansas, Clemson against Duke and Syracuse. Syracuse doesn't bother me, even though they're eleven, because that's a school that that's won games. Even though you know Bayheim was Bayheim. Yeah. But East Midwest sounds fine. West is even okay. But man, that sounds. Which, so how much of the tournament, Jordan, have you gotten to actually sit down and watch this weekend? Uh, you know, I watched, um, let's see, this last weekend, I didn't get to see as much. It was, it was, a, it was a busy, busy, busy weekend. I watched the Nevada-Cincinnati upset, um, and that was about it. Uh, you mentioned the good old Nevada Wolfpack. Um, it's a better time than now that uh, somebody else wants to mention the Nevada Wolfpack, Jordan. from Loyola, and now we'll get to know the two-headed monster in Caleb and Cody Martin from Nevada. So Sunday night, it seemed unlikely we'd be talking about the Nevada Wolfpack, but 22 points and an epic collapse by Cincinnati changed everything. Led by brothers Caleb and Cody Martin, Nevada now has a path to the Final Four. Both are amongst the leaders for Nevada, accounting for nearly half of the team's points in their improbable win on Sunday. Much like the team they play for, it's been quite a journey for these two players. Both brothers played together three years ago on an NC State team who made a run to the Sweet 16. But after transferring to Nevada, there's unfinished business and a chance to get to San Antonio for an opportunity to be a Cinderella story. Only Loyola and the winner of Kansas State and Kentucky stands in their way. The Martin brothers will certainly be needed once again if Nevada's run is going to continue. Shout out once again, Nick Hagberg. Now, I hate Nick, Nick Hagberg for this reason. You know, he, he has these fantastic get-to-know-ems every week that, you know, are just so well done. At the 52-second mark, I would have ruined that and had to do another take because I couldn't say Loyola. Oh! <laughs> oh, get it! <laughs> take, seven, take 77. Of that one. <laughs> oh, man. God, I imagine Bill Walton reading, Loyola Chicago, like, just... I saw the Grateful Dead in Chicago in 1976. <laughs> it was a great time. Free love for everyone. There was. Uh, but, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it's 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 it, that 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 whole South region is just god awful. I don't know what. I uh, I mean, you're looking at. I mean, you're you're looking at. Nobody better than a five seed. In Kentucky, you could make an argument they shouldn't be a five seed. They should be like a four. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, so so I look at this. It's definitely been a weird, uh, a weird first two weekends. Um, this weekend itself could be very interesting. Obviously, you know, you're you're gonna have a unique matchup with Loyola Chicago and Nevada. Obviously, I'm not gonna say Nevada's got. Uh, a better chance overall because at this point Loyola Chicago's proven that they got they got they got some bangers and they got they got you know they got the they got the preacher with her all right we got oh the nun the nun, the nun you know you don't want uh, none yeah what's what's her name Sorry. uh everyone's talking about her uh what's her name sister uh you know sister i knew Abigail? what it was 
dead. I feel like it's no, like uh, Sister Jean, uh, Jean Dolores Schmidt. Yeah, there we go. Sister Jean. Sister Abigail. I didn't think about it. For, I'm like, wait a minute. I know what it was. Sister Abigail, uh, shout out to, uh, spoiler alert for next Monday, but we think Bray Wyatt might have uh, had his character ended. And if that's the case, thank God. Yeah. yeah but that's another, another topic. Yeah, you can check that out on, 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 on Strong Style Media's <laughs> other show, uh, WrestleCast Radio, featuring on Monday nights. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you, know, you got the... You got the you know you got the sister Jean factor. She's ninety eight in a wheelchair, saying the prayers, and bam, things are happening. Um, you know she's got more Twitter followers than we do, and she doesn't even have a Twitter. I'm sure. Damn, um, we suck. Or she's yeah, just way tight. Gay. God bless. Sorry. That's that, you know maybe we'll get a get a sister Jean prayer out there and get us some followers. But uh, sister <laughs> Jean on the show. You're like what up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> This is strong style media. <laughs> uh, but, I'm going to ask her if she knows Sister Mary Clarence. Oh, dang. Joyful, joyful, y'all. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, the, you know, at this point, you know, they got a great story going. Uh, they're definitely the lovable underdog of, of everyone that's remained. Um, on the other side, you have, you know, Purdue repping the Big Ten, uh, Texas Tech. And then, uh, you know... Villanova against uh, Cowboy Bob Huggins in, uh, in West Virginia there. Uh, that's who I'm, I'm cheering for. I'm cheering for West Virginia out of this whole set left. Um, I don't really have a dog in the race, except I can't let Kentucky win it because of my disdain, disdain for Calipari. Uh, but uh, it, it's been enjoyable. Honestly, I'm kind of glad it's happened, even though uh, at work they're talking about I, I was I was one of the purple people that said uh, – I would rather see the 16 teams forever lose than ever see one win it. And in that weekend, they win it. Mm-hmm. Well, I gave the story before you jumped on where you, you said your dad was like, the 16 teams going to beat a one. And you just kind of laughed and what about your yeah. business? And then it literally happens like the next week after you tell that story on the air. Yeah, no, I know <laughs> it. I know it. He killed, he killed me. Yeah, some pops, some uh, in Vegas put 800 bucks on that UNMB or whatever they are. I can't remember what yeah. they're called. And uh, paid out 16K for them. Wow. That's ridiculous. Wouldn't that be nice? Hoofta. Hoofta. Uh, so let's kind of break it down here. Sweet 16. You know, what do you got? Kentucky, Kansas State. Where, where are you going? Uh, you got to go with Kentucky. It's the pedigree that matters at this point. Uh, you know, lucky shots, buzzer beaters. Now you're going to see, you're going to see full court presses dang near the whole game. You're going to see lots of stressful moments. And I think you're going to see a Kansas state team that buckles under the pressure of, uh, of, of a big name coach and, and uh, by and large, uh, some of the best talent that uh, you can get assembled. Yeah. I I'll go with the Kentucky on there with you. Who are they, who are they playing? Nevada, or Loyola, Chicago. Two I'm, I'm again, I'm cheering for Loyola, Chicago, um, you know, they're, uh, you know, statistically, uh, they're not, uh, they're not throwing up the most points per game. Um, you know, and they're not the most efficient team in comparison. And, and obviously the scheduling is definitely going to be a lot, uh, a lot different, but Loyola Chicago, they're 30 and five, you know, they've won a lot of games this year and they're going to, they're going to continue going on. I got Loyola Chicago winning this game. Uh, just because Nick Hagberg has officially swayed me. I will take Nevada in that race as well, which leads us to who's getting to the final four. 
you got you got your uh, Cinderella story or Kentucky getting in there? Uh, that's where that's where it comes and happens. Uh, obviously, Kentucky's gonna gonna prove that they're they are the by and large they're the they're the reason that they're the last one standing in regards to being perennial teams or or those those all those awesome legends in regards to coaching and uh they get it done sorry sorry yeah. sorry sister jean uh you know yeah prayers you're gonna run out of them at some point yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna agree i'm gonna put kentucky over nevada uh getting in there so we both got kentucky in the final four okay yeah. let's move to the next set uh who you got gonzaga and florida state oh man um, I'm going Zag. Man, is Adam Morrison going to be at that game? No, they they don't want to lose. Because <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> his ugly ass would be sitting by the bench, like, trying to talk to the players. You guys know when there's going to be any parties after this? <laughs> like, get, get away from me. Go bathe. You're gross. <laughs> You're gross. Uh, I'm going to take Florida State on the upset. Nice, nice. Uh, hey, it's a four-five-two, so it's not too far-fetched whatsoever. Um, Florida State the nine, my friend. Florida State the nine. Oh, I thought it was a five. I, see, that's why I should wear my glasses when I'm doing the show. I always take yeah. them off because they bother my headset. But well, see, I've already been proven wrong. Okay, so that's a little mm-hmm. bit of that. So I'll do that. Uh, then Michigan, Texas A&M. Who you got? Michigan. Yeah, I'm going with yeah, your enemies. I, it makes me sad to say those utter that phrase as a whole, but uh, but Michigan. They got uh, they got they got size, they got speed, they got shooters, they they got they're they're pretty damn balanced and 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 it, it's they got a legit shot to make this run. Who gets in the final four to play Kentucky, Michigan or Florida State for you? Michigan. Yep, I'm going the same thing. So now we both got Michigan, Kentucky in the final four. Let's see who they're going to play against. You said you're taking West Virginia over Villanova. Yep. All right, I'm going Villanova. And uh, I'm taking Purdue over Texas Tech, which you got in the 2-3 game. I'm also going to take that Big Ten this time. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Um, I'm torn on this one, Villanova and Purdue. I'm going to go Villanova. I wouldn't be mad if the Big Ten pulls it out. That's exactly right. Villanova is probably going to be the more balanced team. Well, you got West Virginia, homie. Yeah, but I'm saying in your in your choices, like oh, yeah. I think I think Villanova's got a better balanced team to go against uh, in comparison to Purdue. Um, West Virginia, true. I watched a lot of West Virginia basketball this year. I like the way that they're being coached. They're taking to it. They're 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 not giving up ever. Um, I'm going to take West Virginia. All right, I like that. All right, so I, I got Villanova and mine. You got West Virginia yours. That's our first discrepancy. Then we got uh, Kansas Clemson. I'm going to take the Jayhawks. Oh, you got you got to you got to rock chalk it up here, um, Bill Self. <laughs> I don't like Kansas, but I'll take him. My my uh, my my favorite coaches in the tournament right now, um, and uh, obviously we're gonna we're gonna see him go up against my other favorite coach uh, in, in the next uh, in the next round as well. So yeah, Kansas you take in, this one. You taking Duke over Syracuse? I am. I am. Yeah, I, I like too. Coach K is finally starting to let that uh, that gray peek through. He's not. Uh, He's not shellacking his hair anymore. Uh, you know, he's, he's showing a <laughs> showing a level of maturity, and uh, and 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 that's what's going to get him to that next round over Bayheim. Um. So where, where are we going here? You you got uh, West Virginia taking on Duke. 
This is where or, that big upset happens. Wait, excuse me, excuse me, I lied. You got West Virginia and Purdue. I apologize. Ah, yeah, West Virginia, Purdue. I got, I got West Virginia going over the top. And then uh, Duke and Kansas. Uh, Duke is going to uh, take it down, cut the net. Okay. All Even right. though, again, I love Bill Self. Is he feeling himself? I'm feeling myself. Uh, <laughs> so what do you got? Duke, Duke, West Virginia in your final four. That's where that's where I'm, I'm calling the shot. I'm calling I'm calling upset after upset with this this side of the bracket because West Virginia is going to the championship game. <laughs> I also have Duke losing, but obviously to Villanova, which leads us to I don't think you care who wins uh, Michigan and Kentucky. Uh, I'm uh, let's see, that's taking place I think in Los Angeles. If I were no uh, no that, that was going to take that one. Yep, that one, that's going to be in San Antonio. That was the. Uh, the, the the region rather um yeah I, I guess uh yeah i don't want anything bad to happen in the alamo so i i guess michigan's gonna win that one yeah i'm going michigan as well i'm gonna take villanova to beat michigan in the championship i got it 68 64 west virginia over michigan you ah! see a lot of navy in the stands west virginia over michigan let's go <laughs> there you get man you know, with the way that this tournament has gone, I don't think there's a wrong answer to be had. And I think I think West Virginia is just as crazy to win as anyone else, Jordan. You could justify anybody at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. It's true. Yeah, no, I, I, it'll be cool. Honestly, I, I think, uh, I, and, and I wouldn't be mad at it. Seeing a five seed win it, uh, that'd be pretty neat. I doubt we'll see a five versus a three, to be perfectly honest. But this is what I'm hoping to happen because I think it'd make for uh, some pretty decent storylines and, and games. Um, you know, Cowboy Bob uh, Huggins is uh, definitely one of the uh, one of the one of the you know he's a longtime coach in, in the uh, in the league and and I think uh, I think he's definitely earned a shot. I think I think he can he's going to prove that he can uh, he can coach the big boys uh, this, this uh, next weekend. So I, I came across this article that was pretty entertaining. There's 11 choices here, okay, and you have to tell me, Jordan, which one represents you, okay? Are you ready for these choices? Yep. All right. Are you someone who picked the surefire favorite and now you want to find the next sure bet to cut down all of the nets? That's number one. Are you the kind of the, are you kind of the watch the world burn type? Number three, are you the superstitions type? Not necessarily someone who wears the same socks after wins, but not one to question spirits of the paranormal either. Uh, Number four, do you have an affinity for the hopeless romantics in those cheesy rom-coms? Uh, next one is, are you the uber-competitive adult league soccer player who still tackles, cle- tackles cleats up while pushing 40? <laughs> <laughs> are you the type of person at every party who just knows something? Is there a good chance you spotted the latest trend before we all did and you can't wait to tell us about it? Do you get... Parties? Uh, do you get to parties and speed walk by your friend's new homebrew? You'd rather just settle with the name brand stuff you bought. Do you take your lunch in a tin pail while Carl from accounting sits next to you with that $15 salad he orders every day? Is GTL gym tan laundry like still totally your thing, bro? <laughs> Maybe you also like to live dangerously. Or lastly, you aren't about the status quo you just want to be different or rebellious. Which one fits you, Jordan? 
All right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two. All right. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, the guy that wants to tell everybody the the newest hottest thing. Okay. Okay. And then uh, I think uh, there's a one before that. Uh, it, was, it was in the top half. Um, it's not Jim Tan Laundry. It's not the accounting guy. Um, there's, the, there's the cleats. There's the rom-com. There's the superstition. Oh, the rom-com. There it was. That the, was rom-com. the rom-com. Okay. Yeah. Um, grab a tissue and either a Purdue or Michigan jersey. And yeah. um, if you can't wait to tell us about things, Syracuse is your squad. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, just kind of fun. The uh, the surefire bet obviously was Villanova. The world burn type was Kansas State. This is much much like Heath Ledger's Joker in The Dark Knight. You just want to watch everyone's bracket go up in flames. Well, if Loyola Chicago wins, that 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 happens too. Like I feel like they're well, the they're the the uh, superstitions, but not one to question spirits and the paranormal either. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. In the grand scheme of things, like you, you might, you might, you might actually have a a, a ridiculous Kansas State fan who uh, or alum who, who uh, I'm sure Michael Beasley uh, might have uh, partook in something and, and maybe filled out a bracket where he has K State winning. Okay, just saying. <laughs> well, they, and part of part of the reason they had it was because they talk about the, uh, you know, they're the ones that went and uh, knocked out the Cinderella that everyone was hoping was going to happen after the Cinderella broke the brackets and now they're doing the mm-hmm. ha ha ha. They said yeah. for K-State, you're not a guy with a plan. You're more like the dog chasing a car. You wouldn't know what to do with it once you caught it. Um, the, do you know which one is the soccer adult soccer player who still tackles cleats up while pushing 40? Is that Duke? Yep, that is your Duke is your team. It's a senior bad boy guard Gracie Allen has a knack for finding himself on the wrong end of a lot of controversial plays. Yeah. Um, the the uh, one where you skip your friend's home brew and settle with the name brand stuff you brought is Kansas or Kentucky. Uh, the lunch tin pail from Car- while Carl from accounting sits next to you with the salad every day. You probably love West Virginia's grit. Yeah. Uh, the GPL uh... thing it says Zags, dude. It says no Gonzaga doesn't have anything in common with the meatheads from Jersey Shore, but this squad runs the floor like a track team. Coach Mark Few is clearly still in great shape because he's still doing celebratory locker room handstands. Um, Live dangerously is Nevada. And then lastly, the different and rebellious is Florida State, Texas Tech, Texas A&M, or Clemson. Hmm. So I thought that was a little cool uh, cool thing. It's a good good bit. I I think, you know, some almost deserve their own, uh, their own, their own, you know, bits so to speak, like, uh, you know, a little more love. I, you know, that's all. I, th- I think, oh, I like it overall, though. I think, I think the, the soccer player definitely uh, defines Duke. That was, that was Grace Mell into a T. He's going to be, he's going to be 40 at some point playing rec ball, still kicking people and tripping people. <laughs> Jeez. You heard it here first. Hey, he's buddy. Gonna make, hey, he's going to make some money. Is he going to do like, like those dudes uh, when I used to go wrestle out in Boston? They'd always be like, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, pal. And you're like, shut up. So here comes Grayson Allen. Hey. Hey, man. God, Gra- Grayson Allen, he's going to – you think he's getting drafted like high or is he a second rounder? 
I feel like he's a second rounder. I feel like there's a lot I of just, better players. As, as random as that was just to think about, I'm just like, wait a minute. I wonder where the hell that Grayson Allen. I'm going to pull up a, a mock real quick. My NBA draft.com. Shout out to, uh, to uh, uh, Corey Hansford, who used to write for that website. I'm going to see if, right. if they have Grayson Allen going anywhere in the first round. I don't trust them. They do. <laughs> they do have Shy Gilgis Alexander going 16 to the Suns. That's the dude on uh, Kentucky who I could never pronounce like Loyola. Ah! I was just going to say, like, oh, you, you nailed it right there. You went, you I, gotta, went, you went, uh... I stopped thinking about it. There you go. They're in your head. I would have been thinking I wouldn't have thought that. Uh, so what, what do you what do you want for this coming weekend, getting us into the Final Four? I, you know, I want a lot of good games is what I want. I, I do want to see some, some buzzer beaters and some tight ones and some good defense. Really, I don't want to see the big shot. I want to see the big defensive play. I want to see somebody make a, a clutch steal, you know, when somebody's uh, maybe, uh, you know, getting ready to, to, to pass it off for the big shot or, uh, or you know, pull up that uh, – pull up for that three-pointer. I want to see somebody make the big play and, uh, and, 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 and make their mark defensively. That's what I want to see. Uh, for the record, I see uh, Grayson Allen, uh, 37th overall, which would be 2-4, two, 6th four, two, four, in the second round to the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's uh, let's take let's take our second break. Unless you got any other tournament talk, otherwise I want to get to this free agency. Uh, no, but uh, just imagine uh, Dirk really helping him refine his leg kick. <laughs> Man, Dirk ain't gonna do that. Dirk's a good guy. Dirk, well, but he, Dirk, you know, that's how he, he throws the leg out when he when he shoots that little uh, that little step back. Oh man, his well maybe he can help Grace now and hit that shot. Uh, maybe. And otherwise, he's going to hit other players still. I mean, that's cool. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Dirk's going to get Rajah Bell to, like, come back to the league to, like, fight. <laughs> Shout out to the Suns Lakers, uh, baby. He's, he's a – what do you say? He didn't say he was a fornicator. An adulterer. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have no free agency on the brain. We'll be right back, guys. Shout <laughs> <laughs> Your late night hip hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams, every Thursday night right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Catch up on your latest on hip hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you feel. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like diamonds. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, I believe don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath. Regain my power. Check my feet when I'm walking. See if it I've seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sort of clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Peanut. Peanut. 
This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted I, to I it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. But I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh my. Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is? He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. Okay, I can't. What are you? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents... Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, basketball, survivor, even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. prediction right now oh oh uh, it, it's got to be uh exclusive bruh doom, doom, tsh, doom, doom, doom. another peacock short what <laughs> <laughs> oh we're getting a day uh, 26 love in the chat already <laughs> that's what's up um but uh yeah man that's great i love it uh, uh, so nfl free agency we we missed the the meat and potatoes of of it last week, so we're gonna kind of cover two weeks worth here. What I think would be the best way to do it is we should obviously break down winners and losers. I wanna I wanna before we just kind of get into individual money and this and that and what we liked and didn't like. I want to kind of pick some teams that you feel and I feel really took a step forward and are gonna make a splash this season. Maybe even to the point that they're going to make a Super Bowl run that they didn't last year, excluding the two teams. And I also want to look at some teams that took a step back. And I want to go right on a limb, Jordan. I'm going to say I'm going to say a team that I think I said this last year about the Jaguars on air, and, and it, the Jaguars did everything I thought. I think Cleveland's going to win like six games this year. Um, Am I crazy? They've won one in six, two years. They're one in thirty-one games. in the last thirty-two. I think they're gonna. I think they can go six and ten. I really do. Oh man! Because just just look at on paper these players that they brought in. They now have okay. First and foremost, we know they lost Joe Thomas, but he retired. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Uh, but they did bring in Chris Hubbard five years at five years thirty-seven and a half million. So they locked in a new a new O line. But then they bring in Tyron Taylor, 
who I think just got – I don't know. I don't know why Buffalo got rid of him. I don't know what their infatuation was with Nathan Peterman. He's not – he didn't even do that good at Penn State. Um, but for whatever reason, they think he's their quarterback of their future and enough that they were willing to trade Tyrod Taylor. So now Cleveland's sitting on Tyrod Taylor. They, they brought in Carlos Hyde for $5 million a year, which is not a bad contract. They traded for Jarvis Landry, so now they got another weapon with Corey Coleman and Josh Gordon. And then they're bringing in Darren Fells at tight end to play with David and Joku. So you got two tight ends, three wide receivers, a running back, and a quarterback. And you have the number one pick, and you have the number four pick. Their secondary was kind of weak, so they, they traded and got in Demarius Randall, who was a first-round pick in Green Bay like three years ago. They brought in T.J. Carey, four years, 31. And then they also signed Terrence Mitchell, adding three defensive backs to that secondary. This is a whole new upgraded team. Is it six wins, though? Jacksonville went from Jacksonville went from a four win team to literally five minutes from the Super Bowl. All right, here here's here's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna partially I'll I will partially agree. Okay, I will say I will say they're a four or a five win. I think I think I think their over and under would be cautiously set at six and a half, and I think you'd be falling short. Um, I. I they're going to play a soft schedule, which is great for them. But all of those teams are teams that they can lose to. It's simple as that. Oh, you're, you're and so- I'm not saying that is that that is a hundred percent a fact. You're not wrong there. But I'll tell you right now on paper, I think this team's better than the Bengals. No. Who's so? What happens when Andy Dalton goes down like he usually does? The Bills got AJ McCarron, so you don't even have your stud backup that you refused to trade this to Cleveland for a second, or you didn't trade him for a second round pick to Cleveland. Hmm. Cleveland has an entire new office with with the new GM. I don't. I'm just. And and here's the kicker: is Jets move up to three. We know they're moving up to get a quarterback. With all things being said, as much as the Giants, I could guarantee you would love to draft Bradley Chubb, the defensive end out of Nebraska, I believe. They can't afford to not take a quarterback with a 37-year-old Eli. They just can't. So now you have, you know, two and say 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 this way, Jordan. You know, two and three are going to be quarterbacks. I think that's a fair mm-hmm. assessment. And as much as the Jets may want one of the one of the Guys that might not be there. There's no way the Jets and Giants are trading with each other. And the Jets really don't have a lot of clout and to, to give up anymore to move even farther. So, say Cleveland with number one takes their guy and they take, I don't know, say they take Josh Allen, okay, from Wyoming, or Sam Darnold, whatever you want to say. Okay. Say Josh Allen goes number two then to the Giants, and the Jets go, hell yeah, we still got our guy. And now they grab um, uh, Josh Rosen. Now at four, you still could take Saquon Barkley. At four, you could still draft Bradley Chubb to play with Miles Garrett, who was a stud at defense for them last year when they took him. There was a finally a good number one pick for them. 
And otherwise, you could still. What if how how bad does Denver really need a quarterback? What if you get Denver to go from four to six so they can guarantee they get Baker Mayfield? Now you trade back to six, and you still can take Saquon Barkley or Bradley Chubb, which I think the Colts are really going to take Bradley Chubb. I mean, it's it's. I don't know. I think Cleveland got the right idea. They got a lot of pieces, and they did a lot of stuff to acquire assets over the over this time. And I, I'm telling, I, I just what what makes you like Cincinnati better? Fontes Burfik failed another PED test. He's gone. I, I just don't. Here's it's not that I, don't, I like them better. It's that I, I just don't have faith in in Cleveland putting together anything. I, I like I, two years, one win. Oh, I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that. 17 quarterbacks over the past, like, 10 years. Like, I mean, they, they, there's, there's nothing there to be optimistic about. Here's, here's the difference. They draft terrible quarterbacks. We, we all know this. They, all the quarterbacks they draft and acquire are, are – Deshaun Kaiser, that was going to be the guy. It was trash. They got Tyrod Taylor, who was – a a quarterback that Buffalo should have never got rid of. I think that's a dip. I think the difference is you don't have to play the, the, this rookie because you got a guy who's a perennial pro, bowl, pro bowler in the AFC. That's a big difference. I look at Cincinnati, they lose AJ McCarron to the bills and who do they bring in to be the backup for Andy Dalton, Matt Barkley. Like, Come on, you're you're giving too much shine to Tyrod Taylor, man. I, dude's never had more than three more than three thousand yards in a season. Like, I mean, nah. take his I, stats and compare him to any other Cleveland quarterback. And that's but but I just I I but look at the what he's gonna have to throw to. Like Gordon's gonna be good. Carlos Hyde's gonna be trash, dude. Like Hyde will be his, fine. No Hyde. Hyde. Hyde's points came out. If they're going to use him as a uh, as a receiver or catching passes, no, he's not well, a running back anymore. Back. So what if they draft Saquon Barkley? And that's my point. That's that's why Hyde's going to be a non-factor if they take Barkley. That's, but that's totally fine. So that means Carlos Hyde's your third down back. That's a great third down back. He's terrible on the on the handoff. I'm just saying. You you also you also got to look at the fact of of. Corey Coleman was great as a rookie receiver. You're not giving him any credit. And Jarvis Landry. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How is it it Corey Coleman's fault they didn't win any games? That has nothing to do with his – you're negating his skill because they won one win in two years. That's a terrible take. You can't discredit this one wide receiver who had nobody to give him a ball. That's not fair. Uh, and uh, you know, actually, oddly enough, uh, you know, just kind of weird breaking breaking news. Uh, apparently, uh, an apartment beating occurred in Cleveland, and the victim says it was Cleveland Browns receiver Corey Coleman that led the group to the violent ambush. So, so that's why uh, the two hours ago from Cleveland.com. Just for the record, dude caught twenty three passes. I'm sorry, you like, I'm not. No, no, twenty three okay. passes. Okay, Jarvis Landry. Team. Jarvis Landry. Landry. Okay. You don't think Jarvis Landry is a good player? Landry is a good player. 
Absolutely. But also, he had a better team around him. Hey, and Jay Cutler throwing to him. Big deal. I would take Jay Cutler over every every quarterback that they have had in the past 15 years. Well, I'm not, of course. But I'm saying, I'm saying Jarvis, I'd rather take Tyrod Taylor over Jay Cutler. And that's the guy you're you're comparing that threw him the ball. I would take Jay Cutler. Like, no, no. I would take Jay Cutler over that. Easy. Over Tyrod Taylor? Yes. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. I, I want to wager Jay Cutler's worst season's probably very close to uh, like yardage wise. Uh, your 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 boy's best. <laughs> well, yeah, but he was that was a much different Chicago team that had Matt Forte, that had Elshon Jeffrey, that had Brandon Marshall. That's way different. You can, you can't. He, he he threw almost as much yardage, but he had uh, I think twice as many touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Uh, no, I I I. I, I I can't do it. I can't. I, I, will, if, not, I will not. Nah, I would take Cutler over that. All right. What, what do you want to wager that if if Ryan – okay, so well, I guess it all is – what's the deal with Tannehill? Tannehill playing? I, I don't know. I'll, here's, here's what I'll tell you. I, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take your six games. Okay. So, so let's figure out – let's figure so out five a – five and uh, a half would be the number. Because you said four or five, and I said six, so five and a half well, is the number. I, I said it would be set. It I'd be set. Set. Consider, well, six will be a push. Well, you be, well, okay. You said Vegas is going to have it six and a half. You thought you said four yeah. or five wins. So take your five, and I'll take my six, and we set it at five and a half. Five and a half. It is. Boom. Done. There right. you go. We'll run. Lock it. it in. Lock it. Now we just got to figure out the uh, the the stip. <laughs> Hold on, I've, I've been requested to do something. Try it! Yeah, I'll yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for, for wanting to hear the trash button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alex, who knows Jay Cutler's punk ass more than anybody. Yeah, um, and, he, and, he, and he, I guarantee you he would say the same thing. If, you're, if you'd rather have on that team, I would take Cutler. Hey, but all I got to say is I, I – you could find the audio. I said Jaguars were going to win that division, and I was That's right. That's fine. That's fine. We're talking Cleveland Browns now, baby. <laughs> like, I know. So we're, hey, look. And look I don't I'm, know. I don't understand I how we're spending this them. much time on the Cleveland Browns because the Cleveland the Cleveland fans themselves don't even talk about the Cleveland Browns this time of year. <laughs> Dude, Cleveland Browns fans are as hyped as Lakers fans right now because they're getting the time of day given to them. Ugh. Cleveland Browns fans are are getting their on dot com on right now. I think this Jack just in. Teron Lou is actually trying out for the uh, the <laughs> the Cleveland the Cleveland Terrible. Browns, and that's why he's not, uh, he's not he's not uh, he's not taking his leave or he's taking his leave from the Cavs. He's All right, so we'll, we'll take we'll, we'll take wagers. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and uh, give us wager ideas because I can't wait to win this wager and watch Jordan Robel and never cashing in his. His bet, just like neither of us have cashed in our bean boozled. So I, I think that well, I think that one's, we're we're just waiting for a a live opportunity. That's that's that yes. will happen, and that it's just a matter it's that's a matter of when. We're not going to welch on our bean boozled bet, and it's going to be a painful show when we decide to do it. it, it let's let's do let's. Uh, I'm call I'm calling the shot right now. March 27th next Tuesday, 
Jordan is going to miraculously show up as we go prime time at 7 p.m. and do it again, do it live from the studio. <laughs> Jordan, I'm, I'm calling it right now. You're going to mysteriously show up. We're going to do it yeah, tomorrow I, or next if Tuesday. If I mysteriously show up in person, that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's <laughs> like, I, I understand we're, we're devoting time to him, but dude, the, this team. This team is, is made – they've never made good moves. Everything they do is always just a god-awful free agency signing or just never made sense. They bring in a new GM, and they already have life. Like, it's, it's – it's, it makes me optimistic. I'm telling you, the Bengals don't – don't anything for me. Because I can guarantee you Andy Dalton's going to get hurt again like normal. And you've dogged more UFC quarterbacks than I am, so you can't really defend Matt Barkley. Nope. Um, who's, who's the number one receiver off the top of your head in Cincinnati? Uh, it, it was Ty, uh, Tyler Eifert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so it was Tyler Eifert. Um, who's the, who's their, the running back in, in Cincinnati this year? Ooh, that I don't know. Don't say Jeremy Hill because he left for the Patriots. Yep, yep, I saw that. This is my point. Cincinnati is in shambles. They're a bad team. Yeah. They're yeah. a bad team. I'm not. And what happens if Le'Veon Bell holds out? They still get smoked. They still get smoked by Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> That's what happened. No, Ben Roethlisberger was was uh, was in Corey Coleman's entourage for the robbery because Roethlisberger's a piece <laughs> of trash. <laughs> but oh, that's just man. a personal t- personal shot. And you know, and the Ravens are always we're going to win fifteen games, or we're going to win you know five games. The Ravens are such an odd team too. They're, yeah. I mean, they get they added Michael Crabtree, which is which was nice, but. I don't know. So it just, in all seriousness, Cleveland really made a lot of good moves that really intrigued me, that really made me go, "Wow, I wasn't expecting this from that team." Did was that like a uh, uh, who's the, uh, the the actor from uh, Wow? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're coming at me all wrong, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alex, who is he talking about if you're still listening? Because you, you know uh, He played uh, – he was in the Batman Returns with Michelle Pfeiffer. She smoked him. Uh, <laughs> God, what was his name? What is he called? Uh, obviously, this is, this is homerism central. I got one other team. But I think, obviously, the Minnesota Vikings hit the biggest home run out of any team in, in free agency. And I say that because not only did they get Kirk Cousins, but then they got Sheldon Richardson. Yeah. So you're adding Sheldon Richardson on that on that line with Everson Griffin to Neil Hunter and company? <laughs> that is uh, seems, scary. seems legit. Seems poised to be a number one defense again. Christopher Walken. There we go. Thanks, Alex. Yeah, that was that was my Walken impression, by the way, just because you sounded like him for a split second. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're listening to Sportscast. Ah. <laughs> I was wondering where they're going to get another tuba player for the band. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what what else? I mean, obviously, though, like I said, that bringing in Sheldon Richardson is such a huge acquisition to build on that front line that I'm, 
I don't know. I feel like this team was so close to obviously making it to the Super Bowl. You know, they lost one one game, and it wasn't one person's fault. I'm not going to blame that game just on on uh, Case Keenum because there's a lot of things that no, fell apart for the whole if squad. Anybody who blames that solely on Case Keenum is a moran. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's worse than some of my undereducated takes. Uh, <laughs> that, that that team as a whole lost. Um, and yeah, also you got to give credit. You also got to give credit. To, to Philadelphia because they they beat our ass factually. Oh, yeah. like, well, look at look at the fact they went straight at Harrison Smith like nobody's ever done and they burned him. You yeah. know, I'm not worried about Harrison Smith, but that's one of those things where, you know, middle of the second quarter and all of a sudden they just start attacking you. It's like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Let's regroup from this. But I mean, dude, quarterbacks are dead. Listen, listen to six of your front seven. Because the other the other outside um, your weak side linebacker is still kind of in limbo with what you're gonna do, but dude, Daniil Hunter, Linval Joseph, Sheldon Richardson, Everson Griffin, Anthony Barr, and Eric Kendricks. Somebody's Yuck. somebody's going to the hospital. Yuck! It's and Put him then in now body bag. Get <laughs> Johnny. You know, and now you got two guys in, in Stephon Diggs and AJ Thielen that are. Hey, if we have an opportunity to go deep, we're going to out jump and burn people. And what is Kirk Cousins going to do? I mean, Kirk Cousins is the epitome of, hey, man, watch me get outside of the pocket, deep ball the hell out of this thing because I have more yards than any quarterback in the last couple of years with an awful team. And then when we get the six, you like that? You like that? He's coming at you hard, baby. Yeah. Like, he is a perfect perfect fit for this and and you know we you know look at look at the other day or two weeks ago before free agency started and we looked up this list of quarterbacks there's maybe five quarterbacks in the league we'd both take over Kirk Cousins yeah and look at the numbers the monstrous numbers he put out with no Jordan Reed he had his starting four running backs were all injured Deshaun Jackson leaves I mean Josh Doxson might have been the leading receiver. Is that Antoine Dodson's cousin? Maybe. Hodge Oh, Alex said pick six. You like that? Uh, oh, shout out this. Shout out to uh, uh, Elijah on this one. Oh, Bob Aram. That was the Bob Aram sound clip for uh, for, for standing eight count. Because Bob Aram's an idiot. But, uh, I mean, look look at what he did with that team. You want to talk about a bad situation like we talked about with Cleveland. Look at what Washington became by the end of this. Yeah. You're right. I, I, I will concede. I will concede you, you, you've, you've swayed me. You've swayed me. Uh, on Kirk Cousins? I'm, on Kirk Cousins, 100%. Hell yeah. See? That's a good sway, though. How sway? We need a how sway button. How? But it's, yeah, when you think think of this too, and what is what did we else we have? You could technically say we added another free agent, ladies and gentlemen, because we get a healthy Delvin Cook back. Yep. Imagine what we would have done down the stretch with Delvin Cook. Still, we were running the team, dude. With our O line played so good, Jarek McKinnon's the fourth highest paid running back in the NFL right now, behind Devonta Devonta Freeman. Uh, uh, LaShawn McCoy and I think Le'Veon Bell because of the franchise tag. Yeah. Jared McKinnon got $7.5 million. He got $30 million over four years from the Niners. 
That is the that is like Mozgov's contract. That's like the Luol Deng contract. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, look, nothing. Jarrett McKinnon, Jarrett McKinnon, three point eight yards per carry last year. He ran for like five ninety one. You know, it was what it was. But there was a reason that we signed Latavius Murray before we even drafted Delvin Cook because they didn't have starter confidence in Jarrett McKinnon. Was it, was that is that Mozgov contract still better or worse than uh, Nikola Pekovic's? Ooh, Pekovic might have been worse because of how long it seemed to be. Like it seemed like it was like a fourteen year contract. Like, every year the Timberwolves tried to make a move, it's like, oh, we still got Peck on contract. Like, I feel like he just came up the books, like, last week. <laughs> uh, we, but, we gave but, him an NHL eight-year deal kind of thing? Like He, he got the Ilya Kovalchuk from, from New Jersey, 11 years, 90 million, whatever. <laughs> I think, the, but, and I don't know, who's these guys' the agents? Because they're, they're obviously slaying the game between him and uh, uh, Darko Milicic's agent. Uh, that was those were some terrible deals. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, obviously, uh, must be the same agent for for McKinnon, even though he's a serviceable back. But I don't think he's worth uh, top four, top five money. And, and look, I'm not trying to dog Jarrett McKinnon whatsoever. But when when he's the fourth highest yearly paid running back, now you have to start comparing him to these other players. Would you rather have Jarrett McKinnon or Demarco Murray? Marco Murray. Would you rather have Jared McKinnon or Ezekiel Elliott? Ezekiel Elliott. Would you, you know, yeah. and, and I mean, obviously, you know, David Johnson, guys like that are all on rookie deals. So it's a different ball game. But it, the fact of the matter is. You'd still rather guy, have Johnson with a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If I was, if, if I had a chance to sign on a one-year contract, Frank Gore for $2 million, and just have him bridge gap to the next year. I would rather have Gore at two million for one year than McKinnon at four for thirty. Yeah, I and I, I almost agree with that. Like honestly, I I would pay uh, God four for thirty. I would do I would do four for twenty five. I would feel better with that. Yeah, and and here's the thing: is obviously it's not guaranteed. So you can you know when you cut him, or if you cut him, things happen. And maybe he does good. And and if he does great, because I don't I don't have any personal animosity to him. I don't have any, you know, distaste for Jarrett McKinnon. But it's just, I look at this in San Francisco, they win five straight to end the year. They let Carlos Hyde. Well, I would rather have Carlos Hyde than Jarrett McKinnon. I'll say that. Uh, Yuck. No. I would would 100%. I'll say this. If Cleveland doesn't draft Saquon Barkley, I, I I would be willing to bet that Carlos Hyde will have a better year than Jarrett McKinnon. And I'm, you want to add that to the board bet? Oh man, um, let's let's get let's 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 chalk it. Oh, look at, let's look chalk, it no, look let's it. let's chalk it because because I want to I want to get to the who knows what's going to happen with these guys come. I mean, obviously we've seen terrible injuries in some of these preseason games, so I'm not going to book any of this yet. Okay, if anybody right. gets injured in preseason or training camp, or if Saquon Barkley gets drafted by the Browns, then we then we know and void it. But going into Week One, if Carlos Hyde and Jarrett McKinnon are 100% healthy, I am saying Carlos Hyde will be better than Jarrett McKinnon. Hmm. Are you willing to put put your put your mouth What's, where your mouth was? Where, where's the whoa? I don't know what you're getting at there. Uh, what if we? Uh, <laughs> what if we? All right. What if we went? 
Oh, let's, you were just trashing Carlos Hyde, and now you won't. No, 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 no. I'm saying, what if we went with just strictly the first game? No, because you got to let them adapt in their system. Oh, now you got to let them let them adapt. Okay. Um, oh, I, I'm trying to say the whole season. I'm not. Look, okay. What happens if game one, Jarrett McKinnon breaks an 80 yard run, and Carlos Hyde gets 30, but then the next 15 games, Hyde outplays Jarrett McKinnon. I lose a bet. Uh, yeah, I'll, you know what? Let's, 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 let's put it down. Let's put it down. Damn. Yes. We got two. We got two. We're going to, I want to have a ton of wagers by the time the season starts. So every Sunday, since we're like normal humans and work Monday through Friday, which is odd and stuff like that, we can attend football games potentially together at a neutral infraction bar and watch these board bets unfold in front of our own eyes. I think Jordan left. I did not leave. You are oh, absolutely sorry. correct. <laughs> I like it. Let's go. Yeah, we got you're absolutely correct. Give me a couple teams that really did. Oh, and I'll say this. My, my last thing is I kind of wish we wouldn't have resigned Kai Forbath because I know he's been injured and I know he's old, but I would have loved just for one year to have Sebastian Janikowski as our kicker. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get him on the, uh, we'll get him there for one, for one year. Because, I would – oh, my God. Could you imagine with with as hard-hitting as our defense and special teams are that we would have Janikowski leading the charge? We would have the one kicker who would want to lead the charge down the field to attack a human being, and he'd be ours. I would, I would totally have a Janikowski jersey, by the way. I totally <laughs> would. Uh, give oh, me a couple man. teams that really, really did – Flip the script on me after my uh, my half hour rant on the Browns and Vikings. Uh, you know, yeah, how about how about who? How Alex, about who you really can definitely st- come with. You just live really far. Who, who, uh, who, how about who really like sucked it up? The the Jaguars and the Colts. Who who pooped the bed worse when it came to free agency? Um, I'm gonna say the Colts. Now, now, would you say that's because they didn't sign anybody or because? The, the Colts originally had the number three pick in the draft, and their biggest signing is Ryan Grant and Eric Ebron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at uh, least Jacksonville, yes, they lost Allen Robinson, but at least they went out and got Dante Moncrief to at least help. They kept Marquise Lee. And they did sign Austin Safarian Jenkins, too. So they brought back a tight end, added two safeties, and then they got D.J. Hayden to come help at cornerback at with A.J. Bouye. So I don't think Jacksonville did that terrible. They filled the holes they lost. The, the, the Colts sat there like bleep on a shingle and did nothing but stink. Yeah, no, they definitely uh, – they definitely. Uh, I, I couldn't believe that the, the, the less than – the less than the no effort that was put forth by the Colts in particular. Can, I, um, can you tell me who Danico Autry is? Is he the the long lost brother of the old Northwestern running back Darnell Autry from the nineties? Uh, I don't I don't believe so. <laughs> well, they gave that to three years, seventeen point eight million, and I don't know well, who know, he is. You know, so, so what about the what about the big swap between uh, with with Green Bay dropping Jordy Nelson? Uh, after obviously a nice long career there, um, being probably one of the best uh, you know receivers they've had, uh, and picking up uh, an aging Jimmy Graham from uh, Seattle. 
I think they they're really banking on Adams to break out as the number one. I really think they they, they here here's what I would be more worried about. I like the Jimmy Graham pickup because I mean with with the you know you look at what he did with a guy like Drew Brees and not Russell Wilson. And he was, he's a pro bowler. I know Aaron Rodgers is kind of a hybrid of the two, but I mean, he, I mean, look, look, look at what he does with some of those scrub tight ends he's had. My worry would be, why are you slighting Aaron Rodgers again? By getting rid of his guy. Like this is twice now that the Packers have burned Aaron Rodgers in the last, what, six months. Do you, do you like? Here's the thing: Is do you think there's anybody out there that gets to say, "Yeah, I want this guy as my receiver"? Do you, do you think there's a quarterback that gets to do that? Because I feel like even no. Brady doesn't get that. No, I think the only person that gets anything like that in the four major sports is LeBron James. Like I think that's. I don't even think Kobe got that. Well, Kobe got that because he got his own team. He didn't put together a team with Chris Mim. He said, "Get me players, or I'm leaving." And they got him Paul that, Gasol. That, that's that's true. different that's than true. going. But, but, hey, hey, pay my boy Tristan Thompson over here. That's and now true. Gotta but, pay but, that idiot. but I'm saying like the it's me or Shaq, I guess in that aspect. I suppose choosing yourself is different than trying to trying to bang for somebody else. So yeah, you're and, you're right. Yeah, and I mean, and, and you're not wrong though either with with saying those things. But but it's just you know like LeBron James to me is the only guy who literally says. I want him to get paid. I want him to get paid. I want him to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want my coach anymore, even though we went to the finals, get my boy Ty Lue in here. Yeah. Even though so we're, think... you know, second, second in the East and getting, can't, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so is, but, is, there, is there, there's not anybody in the, in the NFL that gets that, that, that carte blanche, is there? But I think, I think if you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, who's done so as much for that franchise as he has, I think you at least ask them, hey, how do you and, – and I don't, I don't think that teams don't ask their players, you know, hey, what do, do you feel about so-and-so? Would he work within your system that you play? Do you think Peyton in the Colts was the last one to do that, like when he was a Colt? Um, maybe. I, see, but I, I could even see something as far as, you know, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, a, of, a, of an example. I don't know, but like, I, I can't think of a good two-person example as to what I'm, what I'm thinking about. But, you know, who's to say you don't you don't go, hey Aaron, we're thinking about moving on from Jordy. Um, it'll save us money. He's been injury prone. We think there's a lot of good weapons that are ready to roll, and then we're going to bring in Jimmy Graham. So we just want you to know that that we're getting rid of your your number one target. I don't think that's a bad thing. And, and to be frank, I, I think organizations should do that. Hmm. You know, console with your franchise. Yeah. I, you know, and, and obviously uh, Milwaukee did that when they uh, canned, uh, when they canned Jason Kidd. <laughs> Giannis, we're going to can Jason Kidd. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Giannis was like, what can I do? Should I tell him I'll leave? And he's like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. you know, so, I think there's there's circumstances where you do. The, okay, I I I bet you that when the Patriots cut Wes Welker, they at least let Tom Brady know what their intentions were, so he knew that we're not just getting rid of this guy to save money. We're getting rid of him, but we're also going to bring you another piece back. 
I, yeah. Well, you know, but that, that like, I, I feel like there's almost no, uh, Tom, Tom Brady's kind of like the little robot. They, uh, I mean, they just gotta, they bring him out when it's like, all right, Tom, it's time for football game. You get in there, buddy. And he goes and plays <laughs> football and then he goes back and he goes, <laughs> and, then, and then he goes and play like after the RT, like goes back into his little shed and charges his batteries. <laughs> you know, so like, but I just, I don't know. I, I feel like after, you know, when they got rid of, they got rid of a couple of the, they got rid of his coordinator. Now they get rid of Jordy Nelson. You're just asking this guy to leave. Like, I feel the next step is when he comes up in, I think he comes up off the books in a year or two, that they underpay him too. Like, well, we're going to just give you a little less so we can use it in other ways. And I think, I'm going to say this, I wouldn't be shocked if they, if they do enough dumb stuff to, to make him go, you know what, this is, I'm wasting my time here with this team. Uh, Olivia might probably, uh, probably told him, told him that too. And that's, <laughs> is that why, is that why he broke up with her? Yeah. He's like, no, they love me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Do you, is that a downgrade going from Olivia Munn to Danica Patrick? Um, God, I mean, I don't know. You're going from a supermodel to an Uber driver. From from my lifestyle, I think it's a downgrade because of the video games and the comic books and stuff. I think, yeah, I think gives her more bonus points. Like, hey, yeah. that's cool that you almost won a Daytona 500. Next. <laughs> Dang, almost. How, hey, I, you know, shout out to all them GoDaddy commercials you've done. I know, right? I shouldn't. I don't need a dog. Uh, well, yeah, but, but at the same time, like you know, it's it's. I don't know. I, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But it, it makes me laugh. I, I, I guess ultimately to, to answer the question with it though, I just I feel like they're playing they're playing in the wrong hand, and I know it's super unlikely. But if he walked for some random reason, I wouldn't be surprised. It I uh, wouldn't go. Oh my gosh, he just left. I'd go. Yep, I saw that coming. All right, last team, the Oakland Raiders and their acquisitions and in changes. Well, I mean, they picked picked up Doug Martin, got rid of Crabtree, picked up Jordy Nelson. I I don't know what Doug Martin fully has left going. I I liked I like what they did with their defense. Uh, they brought back Tank Carradine and they added Justin Ellis. Uh, to hear Whitehead coming in at linebacker, I, I think those are those were nice moves. I like taking a shot on Rashawn Melvin at cornerback. So I, I like what they did with their defense. But I don't know. I think I think I do like the Jordan. Like Michael Crabtree had the best year of his career last year with the Raiders. I I, I think because I, I, I mean I I remember he didn't do that much on the Niners to the point that he left. But I think adding somebody like Jordy gives you a completely different weapon than Amari Cooper. So you, now you have two different styles of running backs that teams have to worry about. So I think with that, it gives Derek Carr two different ways that he can play the ball. And I think that gives secondaries a little fit. 
so this would be uh, this will be uh, his ninth year. Uh, his actual second best year was with the Raiders last year: eighty nine receptions, a thousand yards, and uh, eight touchdowns. That was in twenty sixteen. Uh, he had a year with the the Niners that was uh, eighty five receptions with eleven hundred yards with nine touchdowns. Was that like two thousand twelve? That was twenty twelve. Yep. Yeah, okay. That was their that was that run they made with Kaepernick and this, his company. This this previous season, uh one of his better years for touchdowns. Um, but one of his uh pro- probably like his fifth best years for receptions. Yeah, they, they were they go down the field with Cooper and then then they just ball hawk with Crabtree in the end zone. It was I because I remember hearing all the Crabtree or the the Amari Cooper fantasy owners just livid that Crabtree was getting all the touchdowns. I know it. I know it. Um, I still think the Titans but, should have grabbed him. Just for the record, I, I, I still, I still. Michael Crabtree? No, Cooper. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. You well, if you remember when we did that mock draft, you took Cooper instead of Mariota. And and don't get me wrong, I I, I like Mariota, but I I feel like anybody anybody or their mother can throw to a guy like Cooper. I just I feel like Tyrod Taylor would be a Hall of Fame quarterback with Cooper in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say that. Can't even say that with a well, straight face. To, to be fair, though, Crabtree's only had what one one thousand yard season in nine years. Uh two, two. So, yeah. I mean, he's not. I'm not saying he's bad. I own a Michael Crabtree jersey. I, I was with Alex at Ball of America buying it, and I was pissed as hell because it was like the first one of the new jerseys, and it didn't have the normal collar. It was like a big yeah. deep V, and I'm like, this is the worst jersey I've ever bought. I was so mad. Show, uh, showing off say, your pecs. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, those are four teams that really stand out for us. There's a lot of other moves that really took shape. Um, I mean, the Texans getting Tyron Matthew, I think is awesome, putting him back there with Jonathan Joseph. Uh, and they also signed Aaron Colvin, so they redid that secondary. That defense is always nasty. If Watt's healthy, if Clowney's out there, I mean, they, they always put out fits no matter what. They they got Sammy Coates off of waivers, signed Bruce Ellington, so they put in they got two more receivers for Deshaun Watson. So now they have a whole loaded camp of receivers, and you know, one year four million, it's it's going to be hit or miss. But they they signed Chantrell Henderson, it gives them a nice line uh, offensive line uh, left tackle there with so many revolving doors that that team had last year, which led to. Deshaun Watson getting hurt. That's another guy. Would you rather have Jarek McKinnon or Lamar Miller? Hmm. That one. That one's probably a little, probably comparable in my opinion. I got uh, Lamar Miller. Man, uh, Jarek McKinnon, like Lamar Miller. Yeah, I, I would take Lamar Miller if. If we can get one more thousand yard season out of Lamar Miller, I, I would consider it good. But I think for for the duration, if if you look at duration, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna go opposite direction. I'm gonna Ooh, take McKinnon. In, in four years, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 you know where I was going there. No. Um, so obviously, NFL draft about a month away. I think I think now that we nailed a lot of the, the free agents up, shout out to Alex and the Chicago Bears. They did get Allen Robinson. It was a great pickup. Uh, gives uh, Mitchell Trubisky a good weapon. So that should be interesting. 
once this draft hits, guys, you know we're going to start ramping up. We'll start having guests on from every NFL team, and, and NFL coverage is really going to kick into gear once April ends. So I, I say we're trying to lay off the free agency a little bit now. I'm glad we talked a couple teams. We each had a couple. Um, let's break and come back for the last half hour and just kind of spitball around. We got the NFL or the NBA playoffs coming up. We got the whole ref argument that I know we're going to get into that should be fun. Uh, we got to talk Tiger Woods. Vegas has him as the favorite. Two top and, hey, ten, we got, baby. <laughs> and, if, and if we got some time to, you know, you know, I'm going to find a way to, to sneak some Lakers in. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear that they're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, give me a break. I didn't even say that before. <laughs> I said, I, said I, I, I thought they had a legit shot to go 500. <laughs> Go and to, to be fair, up until last week when when uh we, we didn't we didn't have our show, the the Lakers since January first had had a have a I don't know if they still do but they did as of last week had a better record than the Celtics, Cavs, Sixers, Thunder, and Timberwolves since January first. So take that, take Your that, take that, take punk that. Clipper ass, Daryl. <laughs> Sweaty owner bomber guy. <laughs> you know, if you were really hey, they're getting a close, fan, by the way, but to my prediction for the record. Oh, uh, see, man, I, I love that you have no optimism for the team you're supposed to be a fan of. Just always I, dogging I, I, the way. I'm a realist. I'm a real. I'm like the West Coast rapper that used to be the realist. All right. Like I said, if you put them in the Eastern Conference, they could be fighting for that playoff spot also. Winning an award, though, man. Yeah, I mean, I can't take it. If if we don't, either one. Because, see, there's an ostrich on Ben Simmons because he's oh, there's a what? There's an ostrich. Because he's in <laughs> his second year. He had a chance to. Asterisk. Asterisk. You are killing me tonight. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like East Coast <laughs> killing me. Look, you guys, y'all just speak proper English. We every do, second. Paul. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> That's how I feel. When we're talking Lakers and Clippers, I just feel like Jalen Rose and Michelle Beadle and your Paul Pierce. No, are you? I called it. I I was. I, Paul Pierce. My prediction was there. right. But you should be calling negativity. I'm. I'm not going to blow smoke up anybody's ass. Hey, it ain't blowing smoke. It's the. Hey, do you do you know who the new day are? And their waffles. They preach what? the power of positivity. Do you know who the new day are? Yeah. I, Sort of. They got the bootios, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, you know, they preach power positivity. Come on, man. Where's the power positivity? Nah. I'm over here. Nah, I'm overcoming the speech impediment, trying to say Loyola, Loyola, Chicago. <laughs> and you're gonna come at me dogging the Lakers. If you, you know, if 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 you weren't a real Lakers fan and you just give me crap and piss me off on purpose about your Clipper love, I wouldn't even joke with you about it. I just. I'd probably just mute your mic and talk about the Lakers for 10 minutes and I'm mute you. Damn it. This is SportsCast. We're coming back with a whole hodgepodge of spitballs and topics. It's going to be fun. I'm going to go <laughs> cool her off. <laughs> SportsCast sucks. I'll be right back. Missing out on an awesome Uh-oh. show sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. 
SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yeah! We got you covered. Yeah! From WWE, yeah! New Japan, yeah! Ring of Honor, yeah! Impact, Lucha yeah! Underground, yeah! All Japan, and yeah! more. We're talking yeah! the highs and lows in pro yeah! wrestling. Heck, yeah! we're even giving you people yeah! from the Okadas and Omega. We're even yeah! talking the Bone Soldiers yeah! and Enzo Amoris. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Let me get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susie. Ryan is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil, and I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Account Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Account Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. Alexa, call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, 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 he just talked to that girl two hours ago. You gotta let love marinate. Put love in that bag. Marinate. Mmm, love gonna be in that bag like, mmm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then, after it marinates, no, you're gonna pull it out. Jamie, who's Alexa? Say it! Say it, Jamie! You Alexa, that's right, I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys, but I'll take it from here. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Bad boy. Bad no boy. right here. Day 26. Day 26. With this right here, come on. All the ladies gonna rest the dance slow. Young Jock. Cleveland. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, throw them deuces up and add a six on it. The homie Young J.O.C. about to sit on it. Yeah. Come on. Ooh, Jordan, good thing you didn't take that bet. I'm really salty, oh. man. <laughs> I didn't want to hear Young Jock. Garbage please, please. <laughs> Man, I remember I wanted to go to the Young Jack concert, the myth, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or whatever it was, and then I forgot to go. Uh, I forgot it happened, and then I looked to see, like, what people said about the concert, and they all said, like, some dude got shot. People were shooting. I was like, oh, cool. I'm glad I didn't go to the Young Jack concert. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and I don't think he's been back since. <laughs> that is my Young Jack story. Thank you for... Uh, yeah, <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, you want to go? You want to go basketball, or do you want to go Tiger first? Um, you know, let, let's just touch on Tiger. 
unless you want to, we could just do a quick MVP because that'd be my MVP anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I lost the tournament and still my MVP. That's right. <laughs> hey man, but uh, yeah, he's he's playing good. Uh, lefty, I think is is definitely in needs to be mentioned too with this Masters tournament. Uh, if you look over the course of the last four tournaments, Phil Mickelson has put out the best four, four like the best four consecutive run that he's had. So I don't know. I want to know what's in their in their coffee or their prune juice or whatever that these two guys are drinking now. Because uh, in booster like, insurer. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's his name? Brooks Kopka is out with the Masters on a wrist injury. So that's another guy that's kind of out of the way. Um. I'm I'm excited, man. I'm I'm literally excited for this Masters. I watched if, if you golf two Tiger Sundays in playing, a row. What's that? I said I've watched golf two Sundays in a row yeah. because if Tiger is in the hunt. Is on a Sunday. You're gonna watch. I mean, it's <laughs> you're gonna watch, and I I tell you what, I I want to know what the NCAA tournament rank ratings were um, with Tiger playing on Sunday, if that actually affected any of their ratings. That's a good question. Yeah. You, you know, there's been an obvious bump actually, because I was actually hearing that uh, I think the Timberwolves were one of the two local teams was an afternoon game. And uh, actually uh, the Tiger Woods coverage was double what uh, our local coverage was for the game. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. Um, you know, just kind of look at it. I'm going to pull up, pull up some of these odds here, too, because it, it's crazy. Tiger Woods is 9-1. to one. Uh, The Masters takes place, uh, starts on Thursday the 5th. And the, and the, hey, maybe when we have our uh, quarter two meeting on the 8th, we can, we can go somewhere that's going to have the Masters on if uh, Tiger's in contention. Tight. <laughs> but who who's some other names that stand out to you? Um, I think Justin uh, Thomas. Oh, yeah, I was going to say Rory, too, uh, yep. coming off the victory this week. Uh, I think Justin Thomas has a decent shot. I know he's a little bit outsider. Um, Paul Casey always seems to be a guy that makes these cuts. And when he makes them, you, you know, you make the cut, anything can happen with it. Um, who else do you like outside of our Rory? Uh, you know who I always love when it comes time to play the Masters is Freddie Couples. Has he played in the Masters in years? Uh, yeah, uh, actually, he had a good run a lot, but uh, like three years ago. <laughs> I man, that was my. I used to think this this guy I used to hang out with named Brett Swenson when I was in elementary school and junior high, and part of high school. I used to think his dad was Fred Couples. Yeah, that that's super funny. Yeah, Freddie Couples is one of my, <laughs> one of my favorites. No, I, you know, honestly, you know, you still got to watch some of the big guys, you know, bomb it too. I mean, um, there, there's going to be definitely no shortage of, of, of you know, the, uh, you know, you said uh, Justin, uh, I think Justin Adam Thomas Scott's got a chance. Got, I mean, you, there's, you there's still – You got Justin Johnson. You got Jordan Spieth. It's, um, it's going to be your – yeah, even though Spieth crapped the bed this week. But, like, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's going to be – it's the Masters. It's it's always going to be anybody's game because you never know who's going to hit them big shots when it comes time. When it really comes time, it's not uh, it's not your granddaddy's course. You know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> it, it's where the it's where the big boys play circa nineteen ninety eight WCW. 
You know who's I, who has an outside shot? He's twenty-five to one, but he's playing such good ball right now too. Is Sergio Garcia? And it's crazy to think that right now we're talking about Phil Mickelson, Sergio Garcia, and Tiger Woods as favorites to win the Masters in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Like I know you mentioned yeah. the Fred Couples thing, is you know that's always funny, but yeah. Think think about Sergio Garcia was always the guy who was going to be the next thing, and he's derailed because Tiger came in. Oh, you know, yeah. And now we're talking him, and then we're still talking Lefty, who's forty-seven. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of old dogs that still still got some bark in them. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting. I'm I'm intrigued for it. I mean, we got you know next week. I mean, next week Hideki Matsuyama always shows up on Masters. Um, Henrik Stenson's a forty to one. That's not a terrible shot. That, that's you know, a, that's and, a value even, bet right there. That's your value bet. And and uh, you, I mean, you throw a couple bucks on Stenny and you got a shot. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, Abba Barnett sitting at a hundred to one. That dude has played some interesting golf in the last you know three months. I think he's made you know six or seven of his last ten cuts, and that dude's a hundred to one. You know, you, wow. you got you got Schwartzel sitting at ninety to one. Matt Kutcher's at an eighty-five to one. Um, Luis, who's what I could never say his name, who's Huthin? Is that it? What L- Louis, who's who's Huthin? <laughs> I could never say that dude's name. The guy's he's always on the leaderboard. I'm like, who's Huthin? Is, is, is that one of the Swedish chefs from uh, from the Muppets? <laughs> but he he's at 75 to one with Brand Sneedecker. Um, Patrick Reed, sixty to one. That's not terrible. It's it's a good field right now. I mean, there's a, yeah. I mean, even Martin Kamer's at a one forty. I know Martin Kamer isn't that that big of a deal anymore. You yeah. never Keegan Bradley, two twenty five to one. I would put ten bucks on Keegan Bradley. I remember you know, my uh, my old boss at Office Max in like twenty eleven or whatever. Whenever he had his son, he in his golf. We we did like a fantasy golf and. You could only, it was like, you know, 20 weeks or whatever. And you took three golfers each week and you couldn't take the same golfer twice. And oh, it was like, it was like a $75 buy-in and there was a hundred and like 30 people in it. It was this giant thing. So like first place payout was like 700 bucks and it ended master's time. And he took Keegan Bradley and Keegan Bradley goes ham. So he names his son Keegan. <laughs> Which I thought was wow. interesting. That's hilarious. But, uh, no, you, had a, you had a good point here. Oh, you know, it, it's just one of those things like, uh, you know, even prior to Tiger and Lefty and, and, and I'm going to say the resurgence of, of, of the usual suspects, um, you know, there, there's a lot of good golf going on, especially with these, these young guys now. Um, you know, expect to carry on and expect to see a really, really, really good Masters or expect to see Rory choke it through like, uh, like 15 <laughs> holes or whatever that one time where they wouldn't even put the camera on him after a while. <laughs> you can get BJ Singh at 500 to 1. Yuck. I would not place money on that one. <laughs> Fred Couples, 300 to 1. There he is. Yes. There's Freddie my guy. Couples, I'll take, I'll take, I'd take the Freddie over the VJ all day. Here's, here's, here's an interesting one. Danny Willett, 275 to 1. He won the Masters in what, 2015, I think, 2016? Hmm. Um, he came out of nowhere and won it. Um, oh, Alex, Alex, do you remember at the Royal Rumble 
my buddy Brett Swenson came over and he had his son with. I used to think his dad when I was a kid was Fred Couples because he looked just like him. It blew my mind. Uh, Graham McDowell at two fifty to one. Billy Horschel two twenty five. <laughs> Alex said he's shouting responses at my phone during this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, there's a lot of good man. This Masters is going to be fun. It's next week is going to be just or two weeks from now is just going to be there's going to be so much going on. I can't wait. It's WrestleMania weekend, which is the last thing on my mind because there's so many good indie shows going around. We got Sakura Genesis the week, the Sunday before it. We got the Masters starting. The last week of NHL, I believe, is that week. So the playoffs are coming into play. Yeah, uh, the oh, Monday is God. obviously the the uh, Natty Champ. Yeah, the national championship on that Monday. That that Monday, I start my new job too. So that's gosh, I, I'm gonna, I I don't know how I'm going to watch all this stuff working. I, I should have told them I can't start until the following week. Um, <laughs> But I'm excited, man. It's it's going to be a good field. The Masters is going to be really good. Maybe uh, maybe the that that uh the third will do will do like a mini Masters pool or something. Since we have, we have way more invested time into it. Yeah. Uh, NBA playoffs. I'm excited for a lot of this. There's one thing I really wanted to ask you about with this with the NBA playoffs coming in here. And if you look at the seeding in the Eastern Conference, which is such a catastrophe as it is, um, Cleveland is only a, a, a half game above or, beh- or above the, the Wizards, a half game above the, the Pacers. I feel, and this might be crazy, that the, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers are trying to position themselves as the fourth or fifth seed and not as the three seed. Do you with that, with that reasoning being, whether you're home or away, they've dispatched of Washington enough that they're not scared of Washington. Then they would get Toronto in the second round, which they always beat Toronto. So they wouldn't have to play Boston until the conference finals. Is, this, is that crazy for me thinking that, that a team would, is trying to low seed themselves? Um, I don't think it's necessarily crazy, but I don't think – I don't think the Cavs are the ones to do it. I just think they're legitimately in disarray right now. Yeah. Look, I, I know this will never happen, but they're only four games out of the out of the eight seed. Like that's insane to think that that Cleveland only has four games on. They got four Milwaukee, three and a half on Miami, a game and a half on Philly, a game on Washington, and half a game on on the uh, the Pistons or the Pacers. You know, Toronto and Boston, they're not going to change. We're not worried about that. And I don't think there's any way Detroit or Charlotte is catching Milwaukee. So those are your, your eight teams. But I can tell you that three, three, three through eight seeding could change any moment. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. Um, it's it's still really, uh, That just goes to show how competitive the East is compared to the – no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, everyone knows the West no. is still where it's at. Look, I'll, I'm going to say something, and then, I'll, then you know, then sound off on your in your thoughts on this Cleveland thing. But if anybody still thinks that, or if anybody thinks that the East is becoming competitive compared to the West, let me just say this: since I think it's no middle of November when Boston's 16 game win streak ended, 
the LA Clippers have a better record since then than the Celtics. The yeah, Celtics baby, go Clip. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if the Celtics hadn't had that 16 game win streak, <laughs> I mean, they'd be no better than the Clippers. And the Clippers right now are two games out of the eighth seed. So that says a lot when the second best team has a worse record since December 1st or maybe a couple days earlier than the ninth seed in the in the, the West. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sorry. Continue your, your, your Cleveland talk. No, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just one of those things. Like, I don't – I really don't think that they're – I do think they are obviously in disarray when your coach is magically disappearing. And, and I, hope, I hope that he is legitimately feeling good. Like, I, I don't wish anything bad upon something like that. But, like, I, I, just, I just don't think uh, that, that team's not put together to make a run. I think that's factual. I think, I think LeBron knows it. You know it. I know it. Uh, so, uh, you know, get ready to see the beginning of the end as far as that uh, – uh, <laughs> the Cleveland dynasty goes as much of an oxymoron as that is. Um, <laughs> well, it, here's another take too, real quick to throw at you while you're going by, by moving to the fourth or fifth seed and playing Washington, who they know they can beat and not being the three seed, they avoid Philly in the first round. That, that's an interesting piece. I, I, I would say. Cause if you're playing Philly in round one, and they steal one of those games in Cleveland, and now they're going at a 1-1 series back home and have home court. With, and that's a young team who has really nothing to prove. They've already superseded all odds. You know, oh, making they get a lot run to prove, though. That's, that's the thing, though. You got, you got Ben Simmons looking like a freak, looking at the numbers he's put up over the last week. Um, you got oh, – Okay, uh, hold on. Let me, let me, let me rephrase it. I, not nothing to prove. They have nothing to lose. Okay, not, def, definitely nothing to lose. Sorry, yeah. Definitely nothing. That was, to, I, but I apologize. I was going to say because they're going to go. They're going to go out like I mean, like you want to talk. This is this is the uh, this is this is the young cat going in and saying, "Nah, this is this is my stuff, old man." Like this is they're going to go in there and try and slap around LeBron James if they can. Uh, this is going to be Andrew Bynum dunking on Shaq that one time, and then uh, <laughs> and, and, you know what I mean. Like it's it, it's going to be that. But uh, to a whole other level, is is this a thing where Philly says we're going to outplay? Now, obviously, if if any team has a chance to get LeBron James, every single team is going to get LeBron James. Like, I, I'm not yeah. saying that, but is this Philly going? You know what? We're going to go and stomp on LeBron and show that we don't even need him. <laughs> is this? I mean, and this being the kid's ego, because Ben Simmons is playing out of his mind. And who on Cleveland is going to have an answer for Joel Embiid? Nobody. <laughs> that Kevin, Kevin Love's invisible defense. Oh, God. Kevin Love is going to go back on the IR. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm not sure, you know, you talk about the benches. Look at, look at what, what you still have sitting on. I mean, Robert Covington is such a nice piece. They, they got a really good team, man. Dario Saric is playing really good. He's averaging 14-9. Reddick's averaging almost 17. Marco Bellinelli is averaging double figures with this team. Bellinelli like, should have been averaging double figures I mean, everywhere he's gone. So, I mean, it's, it's good to see, obviously, a system that works with him. Uh, hey, look, you, you hear trust the process a thousand times uh, before, before the season. 
and 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 magically this all came to fruition. I I, I got to be honest. If 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 there's a team to get behind, it's going to be Philadelphia. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a Dr. J jersey on and. Uh, and, 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 and it's, say, look, it's highly unlikely, but who's to say? What if Markel Fultz makes or makes a return for the playoff run and he clicks with the team right away? I mean, this, this team could legit upset Cleveland. But again, it, again, I, I'm going to ask: Is it an upset? Because Cleveland is so uh, diminished, if not mentally, um, you know, socially as a team. I mean, I, I just, I don't. I don't look at them as the team to beat in the East. I look at even Boston to be more so still. I'll say if, if you look on paper and you go, well, Cleveland's 41 and 29 and Philly is 39 and 30. So they, they're only, you know, a game and a half behind them. No, that's not really considered an upset. But what I do, the reason I do call it an upset is, is it's a team in the East beating a guy who's made it to the last eight finals in a row or whatever. Yeah. Or seven finals or however many. Seven, I think, yeah. Four with Miami and three with Cleveland. So, I mean, that's where I say it's an upset, where you get this – you get the kid who managed to somehow defeat the man who nobody's been able to defeat in the the East. Yeah. You know, and that's that's something to to say that I think, um, you know, this might be that that guy. You know, is it it them beating him or is it it time? You know what I mean? Like at this point – Here's – I'll say this. Let me say it to you this way. Um, and this, this you may agree with, you may not with, but when, when we watched, you know, when the AFC championship happened, um, I look at Jacksonville a lot like Philadelphia, where it's a lot of young kids and it all came together after a lot of bad years to put together a nice young core and they all clicked right away and it worked. And they almost took out the old, old guard. And to me, I wouldn't have thought it was an upset if they would have won because I thought that team was good enough to beat them. But because it was Tom Brady, you'd still kind of have to consider it an upset. Is that a fair comparison? Like, I know it's a lot different because it's five guys as opposed to 22, blah, blah, blah. But it's, you know, I I wouldn't say – I truly did. Like, I truly stood behind when we talked, you know, last spring with with Kat from the Jags. I said, dude, your guys' team – is good enough to make a run. And they did. And, and to me, it wasn't an upset, but I mean, it's still Tom terrific. It's still the King. Yeah. I, again, I, I just think it's, it's one of those things where he's starting to show his age. That's, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's, that's more a credit to the end of an era. And, and obviously and it could be the passing of a torch in regards to the Eastern conference, because the way that they're built, they could be a team that can make runs for a while. And that, now, that's fine to watch, you know, Mm-hmm. So now, remember I told you I was going to somehow weasel in my Laker talk. Here's where I'm coming oh, at you God. with the Lakers talk. God. <laughs> I know. One day you're actually going to admit you're a Laker fan, and we're going to have a great Laker talk. It's going to be fantastic. Nope. I, I, um, I, I got to go opposite just so we can have some ratings. Otherwise, people are going to be like, oh, here we go again with the Laker guys. Not enough Laker go, oh, guys. Man, that, that, that hater. How come that dude hates everything is what they're going to say? The guy sounds <laughs> like uh, that, the guy who hates everything on the boxing show. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding, Elijah. Um, with the way that you got your ass handed to you by a 30-win Laker team or the or getting beat in the first round of the playoffs by a Sixers team, 
Do either one of those sway you in one direction if you're LeBron James in free agency, or are you still, I had my mind made up before I even got this far? Uh, LeBron's got his mind made up. Okay. And I'm, and I'm hoping that's the right answer because I would think his mind made up is purple and gold and not red, white, and blue. But He's going to go purple and white? Purple and white? What do you want, Sacramento? Sacramento. <laughs> Give me a break. Sacramento <laughs> might be one of the worst organizations that has ever been in the four major sports. I just said I just had to say it. On a side note, uh, you know who actually, I, I, again, I know we're not doing an MVP segment, uh, but uh, shout-outs to Vince Carter uh, uh, climbing the ranks, uh, passing uh, Patrick Ewing on the points chart. Yeah. Did, did, he, did he have to score three extra points than he was supposed to because of Patrick Ewing's flat top? Uh, he did not, but he did. He did actually uh, steal the ball and get a nice fast, fast break dunk going on, uh, so he can still uh, he can still touch rim. I mean, you're still touching him. That's one of the I, you know, and, and I, you know, I know we're spitballing. Him. We're spitballing as we go here. Vince Carter, if he were to retire today, a Hall of Famer? Yes, I would definitely put him in the Hall of Fame. Good man, good man. I'll agree with you there. How about that? Because didn't he get a ring in Dallas? No, I don't uh, think he was on that. No, team. I don't think he was on that squad, man. I wish. I was just thinking about that. Like, damn, was he on that? That Dallas team, he's man. He's been like, uh, remember Ju- Ju- the uh, the catcher that the Twins used to have named Junior Ortiz, and that yeah. guy played on like fourteen different teams. Yep. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a journeyman up. of the league, but he gets contracts because come on, he dude can still play. It's ridiculous. I I, mm-hmm. I I I watch him play, and 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 I'm still like this dude. Uh, he's he's not quite uh, Roy Jones yet. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? Like he's, he's, he's still putting in work and he, and he's, he's shout out to him for doing it. Um, Vince Carter was not on that team. Uh, but you know who got rings over Vince, that Vince Carter didn't, uh, JJ Barea got a ring. Rodriguez Bouvois got a ring. Corey mm. Brewer got a ring. Brian Cardinal mm. got a ring. Jason Kidd was still playing on that team. That's hilarious. Dang. Uh, Stoyakovic got a ring. Good God almighty. Deshaun Stevenson was on that team. All I remember is Dirk Nowitzki hit like 90 out of 91 free throws, and it was like the most incredible thing I'd ever seen in my own life. He was like, yeah, I he... am German Jordan. I just singing, <laughs> uh, singing David Hasselhoff at the line. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously we look at that. Another thing that really makes me nervous about the, the going over to the Western Conference Dude, the Timberwolves are only two games out from getting eliminated from the playoffs. You know, you you can blame some of that on the injury, uh, but but and, and and the the strength of schedule they've had to play uh, over the last uh, you know ten games or so. I mean, they they didn't they didn't have a cakewalk by any means. No, they um, had a very cakewalk to start the year. That's for sure. Yeah, no, and they, and they had a very rough end of schedule. If you if you were going to lose somebody to injury, this was not the time to do it, especially. Especially when you're 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 going into the playoffs, um, you know you're you're playing. Uh, you know I watched that game the other night, uh, and and the Rockets, they were playing with them. I mean it was just dumb. Uh, some of the passes that uh, that 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 were being made, uh, just just ridiculous. Chris Chris Paul Chris Paul looks like, I mean if he Chris Paul looks like he could play another ten years, it's kind of weird. 
Oh, my. You well, Remember at the beginning of the season when we all laughed and said, Houston's going to fail because there's no way this is going to work? How, yeah. Can we get, a, a like, a, a mutated crow for how many people that were on that show that we did need to eat? Yeah, no, absolutely. The turducken of crows where it's like a crow mm-hmm. stuffed in a chicken, stuffed in a uh, – it's got to be something like that. <laughs> Because, is yeah, that like those, those things you get in like Norwegian shops where there's like a doll inside of a doll inside of a doll? That's a, that, that's a Russian shop. That's a, a, oh, bu- Russian. Is it a babushka? Mark, no, that's they had the like Mark, a hat. Oh, they had the Mark Madsen one of those oh. nights where you get a Mark Madsen uh, nesting doll. I'm going to call it a nesting doll. I, I don't know what it's called. Though. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. but keep going. Yeah, uh, it, it, that's yeah. That was the I, I know I know there's actually like a Mark Madsen one. I I, I thought about getting one uh, on eBay just because because it was kind of ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you Matt, know, again, Matt 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 Rioska Matt Rioska. It's a stacking doll, is what it said. Yeah, yeah, or a nesting Russian. doll. Yeah, yeah, that's, definitely yeah, definitely Russian. I know that. Really but like uh, second Co- time tonight. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's again, looking at that and you're thinking, man, it's not going to work. Chris Paul, Chris Paul, if it wasn't a slight against Chris Paul, as much as it was one against Harden, um, because we know Chris Paul can distribute. We know, I mean, look at, look at the Clippers team with, with Chris Paul versus without look at, I mean, look at, uh, look at new Orleans with Chris Paul without, I mean, it, it's, it's it's a thing. It's just he's he's truly that good of a player, and uh, and and we're considered lucky to to play because he's probably realistically like of this generation of point guards. You know what I mean? I'm not talking like the Jason Kidd and the 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 Steve Nash era. I'm talking this generation. He's number one with a bullet. I mean, name mm-hmm. a better point guard. Mm-hmm. When, and you know what's the crazy factor about this is Harden's averaging 31, Chris Paul's averaging 19. Uh, Chris Paul's averaging eight assists. Harden's averaging nine assists. He's averaging more assists. So not only what did it did it completely backfire, but he's doing a better job of shooting the ball than Chris Paul is. Yeah, and I, I but again, I think that's also Chris Paul. Chris Paul knows how to move off of the ball when he doesn't have it. That's that's a that's such a huge asset. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, that's that's something that that can definitely be said. Whereas if you give it to you give it to Harden, Harden can definitely uh, definitely distribute. He, he can he can pass when he wants to. He can, well, I think what helps Harden too is Harden drives in, pulls two guys, and he he's good enough that he sees Clint Capella right under the rim, or he sees Eric Gordon, or he sees Ryan Anderson, and yeah. he's outletting to these guys. Yeah, and that's, that's the one advantage they're hitting them. <laughs> that's I mean, you know Harden's got that Westbrook in him where. He can die, he can drive pull your whole defense and he still sees you to distribute. Yeah, and just I mean you know you look at that and just imagine if Kobe had that you know. Well, I, uh, come on, come on, that's that's a terrible shot. Terrible. Shot. Hey, yeah, I look. Hey, if, if, if Luke if Luke Walton could hit a few more threes, he'd still be playing. <laughs> if if Kobe wasn't passing it to Smush Parker and Chris Mim for a few of those years. Oh. That, would have, that would have definitely changed his, his outlook. Hey, man, first 30,000 points, 6,000 assist guy in NBA history. Suck it, Jordan. No, I'm, not, I'm not fine you, with Jordan. that. I'm just saying, no, imagine what his numbers Jordan. would be if these guys would make shots. That's all I'm I was, saying. I was, oh, 
I was talking about Michael Jordan, not you, Jordan. No, no. He's six. Six is bigger than five. That's fine. Eleven is bigger than six. Which point? No. 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 Bill Russell eleven. I I know that, but we're we're but, talking about dominant guards. That's fine. No, I was talking about passing, and then you brought in rings into it. Well, I, and, I was talking about passing after you too. took a shot at Kobe Bryant. No, I was taking a shot at the, the talent that, like, again, these guys are making the shots. And that's what I said. More importantly, okay. these guys okay. are making shots. Then I'm I saying Kobe would dish to these guys, and they would clank them off the damn rim. Your malicious Laker hate. Your malicious Laker hate always comes at me, and I get, I get offensive, okay? I get, de- I, I get, or I get defensive, not offensive. There you go, get Kobe on it. All you got is offense, no defense. <laughs> <laughs> God! <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> oh, whatever. That's why I got to enjoy the championships while you just get to enjoy second round exit. That's all right. Go That's go right. to take why don't you go take Chuck the Condor for a for a grand slam at Denny's? I'm going to Carl's Jr., all right? <laughs> Guys, we're out of time. Thanks y'all for listening. Appreciate the feedback. We got some bets for you. Catch you tomorrow night, eight PM. Pop culture. We out. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. They're our best bags yet. And they cost less than Glad Force Flex were sold head to head. So you'll be happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Available at Sam's Club. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. They're our best bags yet. And they cost less than Glad Force Flex were sold head to head. So you'll be happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Available at Sam's Club. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Yeah.